Welcome to Wade and the Walter, the world's current smallest podcast. Thank you for watching or listening. You can find us on YouTube or Spotify. And yeah, welcome to the show. Got a special intro today for our inaugural episode and our very first guest on the show. He's a gentleman and a scholar. He has a jump shot that would make Mike Breen blush. He led his team in scoring last season and is a member of the 2022 Pac-12 preseason first team. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Stanford star, Spencer Jones. Lots of love for this dude, and I think I think it'll be cool to see if um, more people can get to know him, because I think he's a name that'll be pretty big this upcoming NCAA basketball season. Three weeks, so... There you go. Yeah, no, that's crazy. It's your senior year. Are you excited? Yeah, man. It's 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 crazy to think it's just about done, even though I still got the COVID year, but still. I forgot you guys get that COVID year. Yeah, it's, it's a nice, it's a nice little safety net if if I want to use it. Yeah. All right. Uh, but yeah, you ready to get started? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. All on you. All right. Um, so I think I'm going to start just because, man, the answer to this really should be, revolve around me because, mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, what is your favorite memory playing basketball out, outside of teaching me at a camp over the years, outside of that? That's interesting. Favorite memory? Um, I could say winning the game. I'm going to go with um, – it was during COVID – uh, we were hit pretty bad with COVID out here just because the restrictions out here in Santa Clara, San Francisco area were very strict. So we, we were, in fact, around that time, we were playing all our games in a um, the G League arena for the Warriors. For the, we were playing the Santa Cruz Warriors arena, and we were staying in a hotel out there, and, you know, all our rooms were, like, secluded and everything. So it was just like, you know, we were away from campus, away from, you know, normal college life and stuff. So that was – that took a big hit for us, but um, I'd say my favorite memory was, you know, we, we played like six games there um, and we ended up losing like a couple players, one for some like personal issues, another because they weren't handling the whole COVID situation well. So we're losing, we're losing like two, two starters out of our five. And then we have, we're, we're playing UCLA. Um, at that time, they're probably ranked 15 or something like that. You know, we had like no home home court advantage, and we end up we end up pulling that pulling that game out of the buzzer beater, um, and that was just nice. And then like you know, afterwards we just all all hung out together on like a on like a beach nearby, and just you know, kind of kind of spent it that way. And you know, there's no there was no party and no anything. It was just it was just a uh, just a great team bonding uh, moment for us. That's just it. Too. So you guys kind of had like your own little bubble, like. Yeah, no, like it was. It, it, it was ridiculous. Like we were in that hotel for, it was just, it was just that whole, all we were going to was the hotel to the gym, hotel to the gym. There was nothing, nothing really, really else to do. Cause I mean, you know, you're like an hour away from campus. So it's not like you can go back there. So it was, yeah, it was just, it was just us. It was just the whole team together for about, oh, I want to say a little over two months. Jeez, wow. Two months, two months, two months, like not on campus at all. You didn't get to go back to campus at all. Not on campus. Everything was, everything was online. Wow. That's yeah. That's nuts. But like that had to be good for chemistry and stuff though. Like, and you guys just come together and just like oh, even outside of basketball. hundred percent. No, it was, it was much needed. It was much needed. Yeah. Um, moving forward as, as we're talking about that. So talking about favorite memories, um, so moving more so to the present, 
Um, obviously, uh, last year, you were your guys' leading scorer, I'm pretty sure. Um, yep. 12 points a game. And then um, towards the end of the year, you kind of had those, like, two breakout games where you started to get a little more national attention um, against Arizona State and Arizona, right? Because yeah, yeah. 28 back-to-back. And people were like, who's this tall, uh, skinny-ass, light-skinned dude? <laughs> and all the threes. And um, But so building off of that, um, because I know Stanford wasn't getting a ton of national attention last year until then. Mm-hmm. Um, so building off of that and with uh, the player, guys you have coming back, I don't think – you guys didn't lose too many people from last year, did you? No, no, just one um... – Guys in the rotation, yeah, we only lost one just because senior graduated and then decided to do a transfer, do a grad transfer to San Diego. That's the only, that's the only guy we lost pretty much. Okay, yeah. So off of that, what are your expectations for yourself and your team as a whole this season? Yeah, uh, for me, it's really just building off, building off. You know, I mean, it was even more than those last two games. Uh, for me, it was like the last eight. I think it was like seven or eight or whatever. I was on a good stretch, averaging 20, 20 a game. In fact, I played, you know, we played Arizona before then. I had 22 there, but, you know, it was an impact 12 tournament and we weren't doing, we weren't doing great. I mean, we were very, we were pretty much middle of the road. So, you know, not too many people are going to know about that. But um, yeah, like I said, last eight games, like 20, 20 a game. I was really in a groove for the last, what is that, like third, fourth of the season. So just really picking that back up. I mean, coaches after that kind of, you know, kind of gave me free reign for those last games. And I was able to, able to, able to use that and, you know, carry that, carry that into the summer workouts um, and carry that in the preseason. Like they got full trust in me so I can, you know, I can pull it almost, you know, from everywhere, but I'm not, you know, I'm not that type of player to take a, take a bunch of BS shots, but um, no, for me, it's, yeah, it's really just keeping, keeping that score and showing I can do that consistently over, over, over a course of the season and just being that consistent, uh, consistent player, you know, that, you know, you need to be as a, as a senior and as a, as a leader for the team. So everybody has something to fall back on, um, as a team, I mean, you know, it's been four years now. I gotta, I gotta hit that, gotta hit that tournament. I mean, you know, we never would have known my freshman year, we were like 20 and 12, I think, or 21 and 12 on the bubble, but then COVID happened. So they didn't even come out with the bracket. So that was our best chance to make it. And then, um, you know, it feels like every year, Every year we're kind of talked about as being a bubble team or being in the uh, in the mix, like for the first, I'd say two thirds of the season. And it's always that last third that, uh, you know, we don't we don't quite uh, we don't quite keep things consistent. So it's uh, that that's the biggest thing for us. But the difference with this team is that it's it's for my first time, it's more of an older team. It's mostly under upperclassmen. Last my last couple of years, we you know we've had a lot of one and dones, and you know I've started my freshman year and sophomore year, so I was a classman. Um, and then you know we had guys like Ty and Zaire, like I said, the one and dones, just young young guys. But now we got that we got that old team that like you know Stanford's usually known for. You know we're kind of known for having guys stick around for four years and even you know even five. So that's the thing we we got the we got the experience now. So um yeah yeah definitely um definitely tournament run. Um, and I'd be surprised if we're outside top four, type top five in the pack. We definitely got the talent for it. So, oh yeah, no, oh, what's up, you guys? And it kind of it almost reminds me of um like your senior year at me age, like yeah. going into that um after Jeremiah left and everything, and then like um you know a lot of people just like the way they would talk, it was like 
they talk about Josh who, yeah. um, so like, and then Mark being uh, the freshman phenom, stuff like that. Um, like, so almost with that, where it's like, cause you guys have either a freshman or sophomore coming back this year that I know it's being talked about a lot. Yeah. Harrison, yeah. Yeah. Harrison Ingram. Um, like, I don't know. I don't know exactly where, like what I'm trying to ask, but like, I mean, it's kind of a position you've been in before where it's like, mm-hmm. you might not be getting as much recognition as you maybe deserve. Like, how, how do you feel about that? Cause I mean, like, I know you didn't get the Stanford offer till what they were coming to watch Mark or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. The, um, the Stanford offer, that's not how it happened. The Stanford offer um, happened actually after the season was over. Um, in fact, most of my, most of my attention recruiting wise happened after the season, after the season was over. Um, but yeah, a lot of that was, you know, I didn't have, I didn't have the notoriety. Um, I'm trying to try and think where to start with this. Um, like, uh, after my junior, you know, your junior AAU season, which is usually your last season. I mean, I had a decent, decent amount of offers, some D ones, but, um, not anything I was particularly drawn to. In fact, going into my, um, Going into my either junior or senior year, I forget when you fill out common app stuff, but uh, my parents had me fill out common app stuff, you know, because I had the grades to get into most schools. So, yeah. you know, they had me fill out the common app schools and just pick some schools that, you know, I'd like to go to, you know, and then those would be my borderline schools academically and stuff like schools I'd like to go to, the, but I also, you know, was pretty confident I'd get in. Yeah. Um, and some of those, I'm, I, I barely remember, but some of those schools were like the Arizona state cause they had their, their like their honors Barrett's program or whatever. And then DePaul was one of them and then some others. So that was like my baseline. So I wasn't going to take any basketball stuff unless the school was better than, better than those. Yeah. And that's kind of, that's kind of how, how I went into, into senior year and everything. And then I remember, um, towards the end of the year, uh, had, had, uh, the Northwestern coach, the Northwestern was on me for a little while. I had the coach come out. That was actually the game we lost against, um, oh, what's that team? Or in sub-state, first time, you know, first time in my whole, you that know. didn't win state. Three years, yeah, yeah, that we, did, that we didn't win state. So they ended up not giving me off and doing a, what, still wanted me to, like, walk on or something, but I wasn't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, after that, I ended up thinking, like, the post-grad year or whatever, so since I'm thinking that I, you know, play, um, you know, think about playing AAU just for one more summer. And then, you know, first weekend, I have a lot of coaches show up. It's like an 830 game. I'm rocking with um, I'm rocking with uh, run GMC's like B team because there's oh, no yeah. politics. I couldn't just like just show up and be on the A team. So they, they like told me I'd be on the A team, but like, you know, just play this weekend on the B team. Yeah, but I'm rocking with their B team and. You know, there's a bunch of coaches there because what I found out is that coaches knew about me. They just didn't see me play enough. So mm-hmm. all it took was that weekend, played two, three or played like four or five games, uh, did a little bit of everything. And yeah, recruiting just blew up from there and I didn't have to play any more games. It was just, yeah, just blew up from there. And then Stanford came along with a lot of other uh, power five schools and ended up choosing them um, in like May. Uh, and it's funny thing is actually on my graduation because, um, on my graduation pamphlet, it still said undecided because I had not officially committed there yeah. before they, before graduation. So that was pretty funny, but yeah, that's how that went. Um, I was on a tangent there for a sec. Um, what was your, Oh, about recognition. 
Um, I've never really cared too much about it personally. Um, you know, for me, it's all about personal growth and it is nice. I'm not going to lie. You do like, you do want it. Um, especially in times when you feel like, you know, you're not getting the things you feel like you've, you've earned. Like I felt I was better than people who were getting offers, uh, my junior and senior year. And so that's, that's where you want it. Um, but in terms of like, you know, when I got to college, uh, I mean, for me, like right now, it's it's just about winning. Like it's it, that's that's the personal growth I want. Like when I first came, I was just happy to be here, and then I got on the court, and I was like, I I you know got the starting position. And I was, you know, that was I was you know as happy as could be. I couldn't I could care less, you know, how much media coverage or anything I wanted. And then, you know, I could care less about all that. But then, you know, as as you're progressive, you know, you just want your you know your personal growth. Obviously, you know, I started my uh freshman year so you know i want to do a little bit better next year than the year after that and uh, now this year you know just want to be that consistent um top score on the team but also you know lead this team to some wins and actually you know get to the tournament kind of show something you know for these for these four years so um but no like playing with jeremiah and mark and all that you know i've i've played with jeremiah since I've I've played with him for a long time since like fourth grade. So like, you know, I'm never, I haven't never been used to being, you know, the number one on a team. So I was, you know, I was always used to being the number two and, you know, it just taught me a lot about being humble and, you know, also just how to play with talent. And then the great thing about playing with Mark was that, you know, it taught me how to, how to take somebody with, with talent who may even have a little bit more talent than me. And how to integrate them and kind of, you know, um, teach them, teach them the ropes and get them, get them to, you know, put, put the team in the best possible position to win. And, you know, I'm doing, doing a little bit of that with, uh, with Harrison. We have, uh, we have great chemistry. Our games complement each other. And, you know, I'm looking to, looking to do great things with them this year. Yeah, that'll be great. Um, to touch on, um, cause you kind of mentioned there and what interests me and cause I mean, in general, a lot of people like they look at basketball players, they don't really think about like, their brains and like academics and stuff like that you're one of the smartest people I've personally met like like that was like one thing like you were able to kind of convince me that like it was still like like I should be taking my honors and AP classes and stuff and still hoop um like uh what are you majoring in and like what like what about it is it that you like yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, I've always had the academic values instilled in me with my parents and everything. Um, so that was, you know, that was a non-negotiable thing for them. Um, but uh, in terms of my major, like I came in wanting to, um, so in, in, I have like a little lineage of doctors. My dad's doctor, grandpa was a doctor. So I had a little, little background in like, you know, thinking, well, I want to do medicine or something like that, but I didn't really want to do all that extra schooling. So I was thinking something like bioengineering, but the reason I didn't stick with that was just because, you know, basketball, I wanted to also, when I, when I found out, like I was kind of starting my freshman year, I kind of wanted to put a little bit more focus into that. Um, so then I, I stayed with engineering. I'm, I'm in a major, um, it's called management science and engineering um, at Stanford. So I kind of call it Stanford's, I kind of joke around and call it Stanford's fancy business major because <laughs> we don't have, we don't have undergrad, we don't have undergrad, uh, we don't have business undergrad. Um, but it, it, it is a little more than business. Um, basically, it's the study of management systems with and like with that, it's like there's a lot of math in terms of how to run organizations and stuff like that. So my plan with that is, um, you know, if, for four years, um, just probably do something in like tech consulting. 
and something like that. But if I if I decide to stay a fifth year um, and do a uh, you know a co-term, which is like a one year uh, graduate, you know, one year like master's program, um, I'll probably do something like healthcare healthcare management and running hospitals and stuff like that. So I'm still undecided on where where I'm going to take it. But yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm interested in. Yeah, that's cool. Um, going back to basketball, so like, and I kind of have a guess for your answer to this, but um, what matchup do you look forward to most in the year? And like, I mean, last year it looked like Arizona because every time you played them boys, you were just like, yeah. you're like that, like I'm going to go from here to here. Yeah, yeah. Arizona is a nice one. That was actually the first time I played in their arena that was – um last year was yeah it was the first time i played in the arena that was actually full so that that experience was crazy like their fans their fans go nuts um oh, i always love i always love ucla i always love playing at ucla poly you know my coach always jokes around it's a shooter's gym i actually did not play well and play well there this year my freshman year i played well there my sophomore year i, I don't think we played there but uh yeah definitely did not play well play well against against them at their place but they ended up playing well when they played here but those teams usc really are definitely all the california schools um cal just because it's our rival but i'd say i'd say yeah yeah it's definitely it's definitely ucla always always gives me a bit of a giving a bit of an edge and i'd like to especially last year with juzang you know having a similar playing style to me you know i, I definitely wanted to see how i matched up matched up with him and that was yeah that was kind of the big that was kind of the big appeal to me for sure. No, that's got to be in UCLA. It's UCLA. Like, yeah, exactly. it's UCLA, just historically great program. Um, so, like, getting in, like, so we've kind of touched on both in intellect and basketball. So, like, let's kind of look at the psychological aspect. What is it that motivates and drives you? Because, like, I mean, and you don't get that jump shot overnight. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was always it, it does come back a little bit to what you were saying in, in the recognition. It was always proving proving myself, you know, like I always had. I think that was the best thing about playing behind Jeremiah for all those years. I always had somebody better than me. I always had somebody something to strive for there. I could never really get complacent with all that. And but I'll be honest with you, I didn't really think basketball was a college option until maybe like my, my sophomore year. So like for me, it was just, it was, like I said, it was literally just about personal growth. Like it was just like, for me, it was like making these small goals, like freshman years, just make the freshman 18. It wasn't even about varsity <laughs> or whatever, you know? <laughs> and it, it was, yeah, it was all about personal growth. And then, you know, as, like I said, as you get better and better, those goals just get bigger and bigger and you know but they're still you know they're still attainable so you're just really trying to really trying to work 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 towards that and that was the that was the biggest thing that motivates me is just like just you know just keep keep reaching goals that you didn't expect you know were, were possible five years ago but you know incrementally just getting better and better and better like that's that's the biggest thing you need to focus on you know don't don't make them too much out of reach but keep them keep them keep them close enough but you know, keep them keep them far enough, but still like close enough to you know to be able to to be able to actually see yourself uh, getting there, you know, pretty quick. So yeah, freshman A team. Well, hold on, I don't. Okay, I didn't know. Um, I think I remember. I don't remember. I was like in middle school, but like the first time I went to your guys's camp, yeah. Um, because you know they sent out the invites to like the CYO players who they thought were yeah. Um, and like I came there. I remember Coach Z said something like. 
about you, like just like when introducing us, like about your shooting and stuff like that. I didn't know that like your your expectation. You're like, I just want to make a freshman A team. That was it. That was that was that was it, man. Yeah, that was it, man. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I think I yeah. I was on freshman A team. It was funny. Freshman year, I was on freshman A team, and Zeke kept telling me, "Hey, man, I might I might pull you up to JV. You know, I might pull you up to JV and all that. You know, never did, but kept like kept telling me that. And then sophomore year, I played a little bit of both. And but yeah, no, it was. It, I, you know, I never, I never took myself too seriously as a, as a well, I, I wouldn't say I didn't take myself too seriously, but I didn't have that high of an expectation yet because I, I hadn't thought I'd, you know, I'd proven myself there. So I said, you know, just let me prove myself where else, where I can, I can be. And I knew I was better than, you know, almost all the freshmen. So I was like, yeah, you know, let's start there. That's great. I mean, like, I guess you are one of the more egoless people I've met. Like, mm-hmm. like I didn't realize like, that sense of ego like wasn't there like at all because um I mean just you have like the noise for me like um just the people I was around and um just all talking about oh blah 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 yeah blah 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 it was like to me it was like JV or bust like I have mm-hmm. to play JV pseudo fire see my freshman year mm-hmm. and uh like I didn't even know you played freshman 18 your freshman year yeah, a lot of people assume it was all four years, but no, no, I only got, I only have two rings. Yeah, I only have two rings. Yeah, two state rings. So yeah, well, that's surprising. I mean, hey, well, you're giving hope to um, every guy that plays freshman team basketball right now. Yeah, I mean, a decent part of it was was a little bit of a growth spurt, but it was also it was also yeah, a little bit a lot better over the years. Okay. <laughs> um, so I guess um. But yeah, so outside of basketball, um, kind of like what hobbies or interests do you have? Yeah, for me, um, honestly, since coming to California, it's been a lot of a lot of outdoorsy stuff. I love to I love to get out. Like I'll always go to the beach with a bunch of guys. Love going hiking. Um, you know, great thing about really about California got almost everything within you know uh, hour or so. You know, you know, beach, mountains, and all that stuff. Uh, a little bit a little bit into art and music, but it's just like not, you know, it's not, <laughs> can't have too many hobbies when you're, when you're balancing this degree in, in basketball. But uh, no, I, I paint, draw a little bit on my, on my free time, you know, put some stuff on the walls in my dorm. Um, and then music wise, you know, it's more listening to music than making anything, but just, mm-hmm. you know, I'm one of those guys who always has an updated playlist every week, you know, has my like very specific, very specific vibes. I like a, I like to listen to, but yeah, no, I mean, other than that, it's a, it's a pretty big devotion to basketball. So, you know, that takes up like 90% of the time. Yeah. Out of curiosity, do you have like a painting or drawing with you? I didn't, I didn't know you like. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Here I can flip the camera real quick. Oh man. Uh, yeah. I didn't start really getting into it until I wouldn't say I'm really that into it. How do I flip this camera? Oh, there we go. Yeah. yeah there's a little right, right there. And there's a little, there's a little another one right there. It was like last two, last two I worked on, but yeah, once season starts, once season starts, I don't really. Once season uh, starts, there's no time for art. (laughs) There's barely time for it now. There's barely time for it. Oh yeah. But yeah, no, that's just something for me just to like, honestly, sometimes I do do it during season. um, But for me, it's just like time to clear my mind. You know, it's, it's, it's a great time to get those voices that you were talking about out and just, you know, kind of keeps you in the present, keeps you, you know, just, just keeps your mind right. Cause that's, you know, once you, once you get to this level, like, 
you know, the, the skill difference between guys is, you know, you just get smaller and smaller, the higher and higher you get. So the mental side just becomes more and more important. So yeah, that's, that's pretty much, that's pretty much what it is for me. Just the time to just get mentally stable. Yeah. I mean, cause well, I mean, everyone, everyone who's D one, they're playing D one basketball, like high major D one basketball. They're playing it for a reason. It's like, so that gap, it does have to come from that mental side. Like, so I get that. Like, I mean, Kobe obviously always talked about that. And, yeah. and stuff. Let's see. And you know, we have Christian calling people bitches on national television because of that. <laughs> I, it's nice to have that fiery game. Like that's a I, I've always respected him for that. Like he does not back down from the land. That's a that's a great personality to have have during the game. So no, I I, I can <laughs> I mean obviously it's not great to see yourself doing it on camera, but no, I, I get it. I get it for sure. Oh yeah, no, I but um, so um, okay. The next question on here, um, what what do you want to do like after college or pro basketball? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, if I could definitely choose, it would be that that kind of like what I was talking about. That fifth, if I took that fifth year option, that kind of because uh, I you know I've been around like I said I've been around medicine for so long. It's it's just you know. It's just something I'm very familiar with, a little bit comfortable with. Um, so I just, I, yeah, I want to be, you know, a healthcare manager. I want to be like running hospitals because, you know, shadowing my dad for so long. I've seen, I've seen all the, like the organizational problems with healthcare management or with with healthcare and like how the system is, you know, it's, it's, it's very, very, very much flawed and how like certain hospitals, like when you walk in, it's like, you know, it takes forever you know, it takes forever to get checked in. It takes forever sitting in waiting rooms, and you know, you're in like, you know, you're all naked in a in a, in a like, you know, like a half cut off like, you know, little dress or whatever. You know, there's just so many things that could be fixed with 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 just how hospitals run, and then you know how accessible healthcare and all that is. But you know, it's 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 just a lot. It's just a lot to be done there. So that's that's kind of what. That's kind of what I can I can see myself doing, um, and that's kind of what I, what I want to be doing. So yeah, yeah. Uh, where would you like? Um, would you like come back home to like start doing that, or would you stay out in California? Like, what do you think for that? Yeah, I've always thought about where I where I'd end up. Um, I could definitely see myself coming back home later. Like, I'd probably say like you know late thirties, forties, but um, you know for like twenty for you know for like my twenties and thirties, I, I want to you know stay out, stay stay out you know away from away from kansas i don't know if that's california <laughs> pretty expensive here you know i love it but it's you know it's very very expensive um but you know for me it's just yeah it's just somewhere else just get another get another experience somewhere else but you know if it if it ends up being home i wouldn't be i wouldn't be too upset yeah i mean i wouldn't be opposed to you coming back a little more often but uh, yeah yeah uh, speaking of doing stuff outside in Cali, next time I go down there, you're co- I'm gonna make you come on a hike with me because I like going. Yeah. Out. That's fair. That's cool. I'll take you on something. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Okay. So next, um, who is your favorite player ever? Like, is this the goat conversation? Is his favorite player to like? Your, watch? your favorite. Your favorite player, not goat. Goat. We know it's Jordan, and I'm not talking to you about that any further. If you disagree. Um, favorite player. Um, I'd have to say, I'd have to say Ray Allen personally. There was, there was like the first player I was ever like really big on and really focused on. And I first came, came to him like 
back in like 2008 when the when you know when he, when he was on the Celtics. But then after after seeing him there, I'd leave and look further on when he was back on the Milwaukee Bucks that not too many people know about because they just see him as like you know that that spot up three shooter. But um, no, uh, I liked him because I took a lot of a lot of drills from him. A lot of, you know, the focus, the consistency and the little details he put into his shot. Um, and, you know, that's what helps me kind of create the mindset of being of being a shooter. And, I, you know, I really try to emulate emulate his game. And then from then on, I tried to emulate guys who emulated his game, like Clay Thompson. And uh, it, was, it was a guy I really, really look at these days. And I remember I looked at Buddy Heald and now, you know, trying to emulate my game around like guys like Desmond Bain, who all kind of originated from uh, – you know, from Ray Allen and looked at, looked at him kind of growing up as well. So he's, yeah, I definitely say he's, he's definitely a favorite. He's definitely up there. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, your play style kind of gives it away. But yeah. that, I think, I, you, you might play a little more defense than Ray did. You might play a little more defense. Yeah, a little bit, but he wasn't too bad. He wasn't too bad when he was, when he was younger and more sprightful. Yeah. Whenever he had a little bounce in his step. Yeah. Okay. Those are, Nah, actually, no. This might not, and this might hurt some people's feelings. Uh, <laughs> if I end up sharing this to anyone, who's your favorite teammate you've ever had? Anyone from grade school to high school to AAU to college? Who's favorite teammate ever? You can only pick one. I gotta go college on this one. It's it's this. Uh, he just graduated last year. It's uh, Sam Sam Baskin. He was a year older than me. Uh, the reason he was my favorite is because, you know, by the time I came to college, you know, I had, I had, a, I had, a, I thought I had, or at least thought I had a great uh, work ethic, but coming to coming here, like he just completely blew me, blew me out of the water. Like everything this guy did, he did to be better at something, whether that was school, whether it was basketball, he was on a strict schedule of like waking up at 5 a.m., doing homework before he even got, before he even got to lift at seven. And straight to classes, and then he did, he did a workout before practice. Would play his absolute hardest at practice. Go back, do homework, come back, back to the gym, all that. And his eating habits were crazy as well. Like I don't think I've ever seen this man eat like a cupcake or any like sugar or anything like that. He was chiseled like nobody else. But you know, you know, he was he was a walk on. He didn't have the you know he didn't have the skill of anybody you know of, of us. So like we would do better. You know, we we we'd play better than him in practice. You know, we play more play more in the games and everything. But he never lost that devotion. Never lost that uh that work ethic and that you know him being older than me coming in coming to that. I always tried to I always tried to emulate it best I could. There was there was no way I couldn't because he was just on a different level of just mental focus, and mental preparation, and all that. Um, but no, I definitely uh, he definitely changed the way I worked changed the way how I saw work and all the things you can do to be a better basketball player outside of outside of basketball. And he was he was the best teammate. You know, he always uh, always knew what to say when I wasn't playing well, um, you know, was always there to get a workout in and all that. And you know, he was absolutely the best, the hardest worker I've ever met in my life. Easily, easily. So, yeah, that's high, that's my praise. Like, oh. That's that's very high praise coming from you. You've played with some very talented individuals and um, like hardest worker, like just in general that you've ever met. That's high praise. I mean, you've like even outside of basketball, you're someone who you surround yourself with good people with good work ethics. And so that's a, that's high praise. That says a lot about him to me. Yeah, no, it's no, no question. No question. Hardest, hardest, hardest work. All right. Um, this was this one's a little more goofy. If you could be any superhero, who would you be? 
Superhero. Oh, 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 oh. I feel, it feels a little cliche to play, pick Black Panther, but I don't know, man. Like king of the king of the most, you know, the richest, richest place in the world. Got that nice, got one of the best suits in Marvel. I'm a big Marvel guy as well. Yeah, this guy's got to be, and it's got to be Black Panther easily. Vibranium, yeah. I can't can't go wrong with Vibranium. Nah, no. Yeah. No, I'm a, I'm a Miles Morales is mine, but like. See, that was that was my second. That was my second. But Spider Man just goes through too much, man. I mean, just goes through too much. <laughs> that's uh, yeah, man, man has too much stuff happen to him. That that's very true. Yeah. Spider Man really does go through it though, like. That makes him a great character, but I ain't, I ain't going through that. Good character, I don't want to be you. But Peter Peter has it worse. Like Miles, it's like slightly better. Yeah, yeah, it's still better. <laughs> but like you know, being Spider Man, like they're just gonna put you through some. They're gonna put you through stuff, man. No, I I kind of have a theory with that. Like the writers just hate Spider Man. Like I don't know. They're like they're like guys. This is how we make him relatable. Okay, no money. Okay, his girlfriend's gonna break up with him. No money. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, he lost his job too. Uh, got evicted. Oh yeah, now he has to fight the Sinister Six. All right, exactly. That's a exactly. Just put him through the most adversity you can. Yeah. Here, okay, for this last one, because this will probably take longer than three and a half minutes. Uh, I'm gonna end it and send you a new link. All right, cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit a quick little bathroom break real quick, and I'll uh, yeah, just give me like two minutes. All right, cool. Let's see. Just... All right, let's get this last question in. I gotta hit dinner. I'm hungry. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, you're all good. You're all good. Okay, so um, this is the last question because I think I think this would be like the most important question just in general. Yeah. But um, who is your personal hero, and what qualities do they have that make you look up to them? Oh, personal hero. Um, I don't honestly have to say my uh, my grandfather um reason reason for that is he he's definitely uh he was definitely the patriarch of of the family he definitely is kind of seen as the head was seen as the head of the family uh passed away about two years ago uh but the reason for that is he started the whole like like i said you know there's a lineage of doctors he 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 was the one who who started that and at the time you know um obviously you know he's born in the 20s so you know obviously there's all that uh his you know racial racial divide going on and um you know moved his family uh to kc grew grew him up in kc and you know he became oh he was a lot of firsts in the medical medical community uh, he was like the first doctor to be integrated in the white hospitals in the kansas city metro area um a bunch of other but first doctor i think to operate first black doctor to operate on a white man um, and the crazy thing is I figured, found out all this after, after he passed, like I found this through other, other people. He was not, he was not the one to, you know, to, to receive or want to receive all that praise and, uh, admiration. You know, he was, he was very content with just being, a being, a being a family man, you know, hanging out with his, you know, hanging out with his, uh, with his grandkids coming to see, you know, my games all the time, you know, loved loved watching me play and what, no matter what sport it was, baseball everything, you know, and I always knew him as this, I always knew, he, I always knew he was very well known in the community because we, everywhere we went, um, it felt like uh, always had people come up and say, you know, you know, how, how great a man he was and like little excerpts and stuff. And I always be like, Oh, you know, I guess he was well known, but 
you know, it's, it's, it's crazy, you know, and, uh, you know, I came to, came to think of why, like, you know, he just, he, he, he never wanted to, I don't think he ever wanted to be the first, but he kind of wanted to make sure he wasn't the last, like he was always, like I said, it really pushed education to be a, to be a foundation uh, of the family. And, you know, that's, that's how, you know, that's how my dad was able to, you know, really embrace education and, and go to Harvard. And that's how my uncle, my uncle who went, went to Stanford and really just like put us on a, on a generational path. And then, you know, it's, it's something you appreciate much when you get much older, you know? So, so, you know, that, that's why, yeah, yeah. That's why I'd say he's my girl. Yeah. I mean, he definitely passed down a lot of traits to you based on what you said. And um, uh, he do, I mean, I know like when he was here, he was very proud of you and he'd still probably be proud of you and be like, just like beyond excited about everything you're doing, not only on the court, but off the court. I don't know. Uh, what was, what's his first name? What's Herman, Herman Jones Jr. is his full name. Herman Jones Jr. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, I didn't know about any of that, but that's like super cool. Like, I mean, yeah. it was, it was crazy reading about it in the, in the uh, obituary. Like I knew, Heard, he always would say a couple stories that hinted at it, but you know, I was kind of younger at the time. So like, it's like looking back, I'm like, Oh yeah, maybe should have paid a little bit more attention. Yeah. You're, you're, you're a kid at the time. You're not thinking too much about yeah. this. Stuff. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. All right. Well, it was good talking to you, Spence. Uh, yeah, no, no problem, man. I appreciate you reaching out. All right. But yeah, well, it's always good to talk to you and um, I'll definitely holler at you next time I Head out down there. Do you guys have any games near uh like Kansas this year? This year? I don't think so. Um yeah, because usually uh usually like for seniors, they try to plan games near where they're from. But I had freshman year I already had been to Kansas with the with that tournament, so they didn't worry too much about it. And then the other two seniors are there, one's from you know, one's from LA and one's from here. So like they don't even have to worry about that. Uh, but I'm trying to think, I don't think there's anybody that close. Like, I feel like the only Midwest game we have is, uh, Wisconsin. And that one's at, that one's kind of cool. That one's at the Brewer stadium. That's yeah. I think that's the only one we have in the Midwest. So, yeah. Yeah. So, that might yeah. have to be a road trip. I don't know. Well, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. yeah. All right, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna head out. I gotta, I gotta get, to, I gotta get to dinner and then get started on some, uh, getting started on some work for tonight. But, uh, no, nah, man, I enjoyed, I enjoyed doing this. I appreciate you reaching out and, you know, Anytime you need something, just let me know. Yes, sir. Always good talking to you. Love you, bro. I'll talk to you later. You too. All right. I'll see you. All right. Uh, that was Spencer Jones, a senior basketball player at Stanford. And, um, yeah, thank you guys for watching. Um, I guess, yeah, uh, let me know if you want to see anything else like this with other players. Um, I have a few people in mind that I might try and reach out to see if they want to hop on and do a little interview. Um, but yeah, thank you, Spencer, for uh, giving me your time today. And um, yeah, all right. See you guys next time.